watching this podcast or wherever you're going to be listening to this podcast um, we want to say hi and we are so happy to start our very first episode um, the point of view um, with you I have myself Obel and GV <laughs> what's going on y'all and this has been um, in the work for such a long time now yes. I feel like we've been really working on this for just Three months now? Um, a little bit more. more yeah, probably. <laughs> it was towards the end of um, 2019 mm-hmm. that we started putting in the work. Um, but um, as you know, I wanted this to be a product of quality. Yeah. Um, so we've been actually, you know, secretly sort of recording a few episodes. And then, you know, of course, life situation happens where we needed to really do an episode like today and launch it. And it's kind of like, it's, it's on a sad note. Yeah, pretty but much. But it's, it's kind of fitting, you know, mm-hmm. if I were to be launching a, such an important project to be launching it in that way. So I just felt like it, it, it's only right that we started this off with this specific topic. Yes, for sure. Um, like you said, it is in a sad note, but I am so happy that we get to actually start it that way because this is going to really be something important, I believe, for a lot of people to kind of like learn. And obviously, as you can see, we're wearing our um, Kobe shirts. Um, so I want to I wanna start by saying, what do you think this podcast is going to be about? First of all, like, what do you want to tell our audience about this um the purpose of this podcast well the point of view project is uh, i know a project that you kind of like talk me into um, i'm doing honestly um but as we you know we you know we kind of dive dove into the conversation i realized you know what i kind of see how i can use this project to really um touch on you know a few things that i've you know always either wanted to do or share with other people. Um, And that is, um, you know, I guess sharing um, my life, the lesson that I've learned throughout my life, throughout, you know, know, various experiences and also um, helping people really shape their point of view and shape their future. Yeah, um, like you said, um, guys, it was it was hard work. I mean, I like you said, I tried to talk them into it, but honestly, I feel like we kind of already had a podcast on our own. It was just like closed door because we have those conversations where I'm like, man, a lot of people need to hear this. Like most of the time when we talk, I feel like I always end up saying a lot of people need to hear this. So it was important for me to feel like you know sometimes we have to kind of like share our point of views with the world. And see how they can benefit from it and also be, you know, also open ear to their point of view and see how we can also benefit from theirs. So I think this podcast, the point of view is supposed to basically allow us to 
um, share our views and, you know, things that we've learned, which obviously it's not going to always be perfect and pretty, but it's going to be things that people can probably relate to and probably feel differently about and also would like to share and we can exchange our different thoughts and, you know, see where we can actually grow. My, my, the most important thing to me is basically um, doing this with purpose of helping shape people's um, growth. Not they're not shape them who they are as a person necessarily, but helping us individuals grow in whatever areas that we need to. So with that being said, let's just get into it. Um, it is very sad that we did lose. It's obvious that we are in this devastated um, time where we've lost a legend. And it is obvious that a lot of people know you to be a Kobe's fan. And wow. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's it's kind of like um, if you if you know GV, I I used to call Kobe your daddy. Um, I call Kobe That's his true. daddy. That's what I used to do. So true, it's, true. I know it's a very sad situation, but I want to I want you to kind of share with us um, why did he, you become such a fan of his? Yeah, well, um, before I even dive into uh, you know answering your question, um, let me say this: um, since the incident happened couple of weeks ago now, um, I feel like I've been stuck into that um, denial stage of grieving. The reason why I say that, the first, obviously, when I heard the news, I was complete disbelief and shock. Mm -hmm. And then it was a lot of emotion after that um, for uh, the better part of, you know, Sunday afternoon and Monday as well. And then Tuesday morning till now, I've been with absolutely no emotion. And, and that is fine because that's how I you know, handle um, really hardship or, or why not. But the, the, my only issue with how I'm feeling right now is that um, in my brain right now, nothing actually happened. Wow. Yeah. Till today, um, nothing actually happened. I thought uh, the first game the Lakers play after that would have done it for me. Yeah. I've sat down and watched Shaquille O'Neal interview at Staples Center when they did that little show. Nothing. I sat and watched Jerry West. Nothing. So, yeah. yeah. It's, and this morning I was at work and I received a notification that um, Kobe was actually buried um, on the seventh, and he was buried. Yeah, and, and it's still nothing for me. Yeah, it's, it's so it's sad that it's sad to say that you know this had to so, happen the way it did. But I guess I I mean I guess um just going through the story of you know how we got here kind of will show you guys I guess explain why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. So um. I was introduced by um, two, you know, basketball in general by two watching Kobe. So my older brother would, you know, put on the NBA game. We were little boys. Um, fun story, because the games were so late, especially the Laker home games, mm -hmm. um, we would have to stay up you know, late at night to watch those games. But we were kids, so we were supposed to be in bed to go to, to, to go to school the next day. So what we would do, we would all get up. Well, it was my brother, my older brother and I, 
my little brother was so little, he wanted to sleep. So we would wake him up because we needed his presence. And this is why we needed all three of us to be in front of the TV. That way the light, the light doesn't shine through uh, um, down the house so my parents could see that the, you know, the, the TV was on. So we yeah. all would stand right in front of the TV and watching NBA games. And so that's how I started watching um, um, Kobe and Shaq. Um, and then obviously I started, you know, watching and learning more about basketball. So the first thing that, you know, got my interest watching Kobe was that my biggest pet peeve about, you know, basketball player, because I was a soccer player, um, was that basketball was too cute. Yeah. I felt like, hey, yeah. listen, I played basketball in high yeah, school. Yeah, but, you know, it, it felt like, yeah, these guys are really about tough. shaking somebody. <laughs> no, no, but, you know, my <laughs> perception, you know, as a little boy, I'm like, man, soccer is so tough. You yeah. guys are just playing for the ladies and, and, and why not? So watching Kobe, and seeing how hard he was going. I'm like, yeah. see, if everybody was playing like that, I would watch <laughs> basketball. Wow. So then I decided I'm going to watch this dude. Yeah. Because he, I feel like he's actually playing sport. Everybody else is kind of just like doing the fancy little jumper. This dude is <laughs> going hard. I like that. Yeah. So I respected Cole from, you know, uh, his intensity. Because yeah. to me, mm-hmm. he was he was approaching the game the right way because I felt like basketball was too cute. But anyway, not to make this too long, mm-hmm. um, obviously I became a Laker fan. And I remember the first really, because I watched like a few games here and there. Mm-hmm. But 2009, um, when we run um, against the Magic, I was. I, I remember. I watched most of those uh, uh, those games through the whole playoff. Really, against Denver, Kobe against Melo, mm-hmm. um, against the Rockets, against uh, you know when we went against uh, um, Tracy McGrady and, and Yao Ming. And I remember us, you know, obviously going against Dwight Howard and really winning, winning an easy one. So that's when I really, really got you know. Uh, 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 um, uh, into, you know, watching the Lakers religiously. And of course, 2010 was, whew, that was it for me. Actually, no, it started since 2008, really. 2008, you know, when we lost to both, because I remember that that game five. Yeah. Uh, um, so I remember uh, I'm watching uh, the 2008 finals. And so that got me interested into following, going to, into the, you know, 2009, 2009 season. That's when I was really invested into, you know, watching the whole season mm-hmm. and watching the playoff and why not. And we ended up winning. And so obviously, like I say, basketball was introduced to me by watching Kobe. So that was my favorite athlete. Yeah. But So um, what exactly, um, um, that's obviously a lot of, for a lot of people where they kind of, they, I, I would say a lot of people would share that same you know, thought where they started actually watching basketball and realized, oh, this dude is pretty great. I remember for me, like, watching basketball, I used to be like, why is he always hugging the ball? But then he always makes the shot. So it's like, there's nothing really you can complain about because he actually got the job done. But I want us to go a little bit deeper because I feel like people, because you can kind of see that even people that probably never watched basketball or people that did watch basketball but weren't really a fan, we kind of were all affected by the tragedy. And you can see that he inspired so many people. So what exactly do you feel like 
really stood out about Kobe that inspired you as a person? Uh, so, um, like I was saying, Kobe was my favorite basketball player, but I had other favorite players as well. I'm a big Ronaldinho fan, soccer player, for those who don't know. So, Ronaldinho passing would have been a sad story, but it would not have affected me that that way. Yeah. Really, I could say that Kobe was like the only celebrity, I guess, that I really care on a deeper level because Kobe and I, we like, he represented more than just a favorite athlete to me. Because in fact, I, whenever I would talk to people about, you know, being a Laker fan, being a Kobe fan, and they're like, yeah, I mean, I could do with the player, but he looks so arrogant. And I'm like, yo, Kobe, the person, is so much better than the basketball player, but mm. y'all don't catch that. Mm -hmm. Because his attitude on the court was so, you know, damning. It was so uh, um, demonstrative on, you know, how uh, um, furious and, and, and intense he was. People just attached that to being his personality, but mm. it was just like a really nice dude. And yeah. it wasn't until I started following him closely that mm -hmm. I would see, like, the same dude that he tried to break on the court it right. would pull them to the side and like, yo, work on this, work on that, do this, good job on this right. and that. You're like, what? Like that's a mentor. not the same person. Yeah. Right? And so, um, and that's really what Kobe was about. And so, whenever, a lot of people, you know, um, connect with him on the fact that he is probably one of the hardest working human being to ever right. work deserve, um, to ever work deserve. And also his dedication to his craft. Mm -hmm. um, my connection with Kobe was more so on learning how to study greatness. Very important. Because yeah. Kobe would be the guy that studied films and he would go into like, you know, filmmaking. Right. And that was another connection that I have with him too because I'm like, yo, Kobe's passionate about documentary. I was going to ask and you I'm about like, that. Yo, I was like, that's my field too. Yeah. And so I was kind of like learning from afar right. what he was doing and how he was approaching it because what I appreciated about him was the way he studied greatness. So right. he would watch the best people at whatever field and really learn what makes them great and implement that into what he does. Yeah. And that's something that I was taking from him. And so that's how I would, you know, break down music hmm. um, when I need to, you know, record. Um, that's how I break down movies or documentaries that I watch. Mm -hmm. um, that's those. So just learning how to study greatness and yeah. pick the pieces, pick up the pieces that are important, that are vital into becoming a great in any field possible. Mm -hmm. That's that. That's one of the things that I I, I, I I was learning from him. So overall, what makes his passing so sad and touching to so many people is that you saw someone who wasn't perfect, right. but you saw someone grow and you saw someone work his butt off to reach the mm -hmm. you know, the highest levels possible. Right. And anybody, whatever you do for a living, you could relate find to inspiration. inspiration. You can yeah. definitely relate to Cobb. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, thanks for telling us that because I feel like what the world is, I mean, what you saw basically is basically what all of us kind of saw in terms of 
the inspiration behind, you know, his work ethic and, and the way that he interacted with so many different types of people. Like it's, it wasn't just about basketball. I think he took it beyond basketball and that's what kind of like inspired um, so many people, so many of us. So um, I, I don't know, like, do you feel like what, like if we don't take one thing away from, cause I know that we wait until a passing of someone to kind of see can what I, exactly. Can I touch on the beyond basketball part? Yeah. Because to me, that was actually my, like I said, I really don't care about celebrities like that at right. all. Like, if you know me, I live in a bubble. Like, I live yeah. in my own universe. Anybody around me knows that. So, uh, like, I watch guys. people. I'll take notes from whoever mm -hmm. that I can learn from. But that's it. It's, mm -hmm. it's not that deep for me. The beyond basketball part was mm -hmm. where I started to connect right. on a deeper level. with Because, like I said, it's interesting, you know, uh, um, storytelling storytelling yeah. storytelling that was a big thing for me hmm. but um, I don't know I, I've, I've actually never spoke about that I actually had a plan to work with Cole wow I wanted you to so, meet that's, him honestly that's guys where, that's where, I guess that's this... really what crushed me so listen to this my first um, short story was on homelessness in New York City was it New York City or the whole city of New York? But my, that was my first short story. Yeah. And one project Kobe and Vanessa were big on was fighting homelessness in California, especially Los Angeles. Wow. And so I'm like, so I've done a short story on homelessness. Kobe is passionate about this. He is beautiful wife. They're already working on this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to do a project and probably send it um, over. Uh, he, I'm going to do a project on homelessness in California or in Los Angeles involving kids. And I'm going to use his books to provide to those kids. Wow. Gonna create a story around that. I'm going to send it to him. And I'm like, yo, that's going to move him because... We kind of like think mm -hmm. alike. And I know I mentioned that to you a couple of times. That's like, I watch, I watch interviews and I'm like, and you, you would tell me like, yo, it sounds just like you. Like, it's stuff that I would say. Right. And I watch interviews of people just saying the same thing. And, and so it's like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, I knew how to move this guy. So if I get this documentary You would have thought together, they were really close, but they were close in spirit. <laughs> the first, so, no, but seriously though, like, scary, I had this whole like, thing figured out. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna use Twitter. I'm yeah. going to use my connection to get this to him. And yeah. I'm like, I know once I do, the kind of guy that he, he is, he I'm going to get a tweet. And I'm, gonna, and I'm like, yo, if Cole tweet me, if he calls me, it's it. trust That's me, it. it ain't just going to be that one call or just to, because he's going to feel like he's talking to his clone. <laughs> That was, hey, that was this is scary. That, no, um, but that's that's really what I that's that was my whole plan. And I'm like, and I know if I have him on my by my side, like if I get to work with him, man, that's a scary thought because I'm like, yo, 
know. We, the way we are both obsessed over small details. I mean, dude had a, has a show called, yes, on ESPN Plus called Details. And the way we both obsess over details, I'm like, yo, if we get to work together and I felt like it was going to happen. Yeah. And so that's why I this feel is like it still... was too. Honestly, I feel like it was met. I feel like it was, I feel like that's why this was a little bit more devastating because I yeah. feel like this was somebody that you were like really working. Like I could see you grind and be like, yo, one day I'm going to make sure that, yeah. you know, Kobe sees this, my work and we kind of could collaborate on Cause, something. And because what it honestly, was, that was, we were both passionate about the same thing. Yeah. Storytelling. That's one of my biggest passion. And so I felt like, okay, this is my opportunity right there. This is my muse. And I have, I have ways of, you know, um, getting him to become a mentor for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to kind of like conclude with what you're saying, I really want us to like kind of look at this. And I know that most of the time we usually wait for like a big tragedy or a death to kind of get us back into the, um, you know, man, let's let's grind feeling or man, life is too short. That's when everybody want to say life is too short and, you know, we should be doing this, we should be doing that. But I really think that this should be the perfect opportunity to kind of see what exactly that we need to work on in our lives and what mm -hmm. are the things that we're passionate about and give it a, a go and actually have no regrets and basically have nothing stop us. Well, what advice would you kind of tell other the, our viewers about if you know their purpose about things that they want to accomplish in their life, but yet they're still dormant about about it. Don't cheat the process. Wow, That's deep. I mean, yep. don't cheat the process. And and I really want to um, expand on that because we are living in such time where people are obsessed over how quick things results. look and quick, quick results. results and how things look. So you have a lot of Instagram entrepreneurs. You have a lot of. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, money makers. People care more about, you know, how things look. Mm Hope -hmm. was the guy that was in the gym over and over. And there was, there was no camera there yep. working over the small details. So yeah. you, if you commit to the process, you're going to get results. And right. this guy truly lived that. Yeah. One of the main reasons Kobe was so popular in China, like people saw the work and see, and they're like, we can relate to that. Someone that works, that works just harder than everybody else. Everybody else. Yeah. Not, and and Kobe didn't stop working when he got to be the best player in the league. He yeah. was working even harder. Harder. Yeah. And if he saw if he saw you working. A little bit harder, a little bit earlier than he. Man, I, I gotta top that. Yeah. And so and he was obviously a, a great competitor. He was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. but that's that's he was very really, competitive. That's really the uh, uh, against. um one. I, I, actually, the other thing about Kobe is really the way you treat people mm -hmm. stays with them. Yep. The way you treat. I remember the first story of uh, I heard of you know. Kobe actually being a nice person, not this arrogant dude that mm -hmm. the media tried to portray him to, to be, yeah. was he was in Boston. Yeah. Day off in Boston, walking, I believe, you know, and, you know, some dude trying to, you know, heckle him. And he's just like, hey, man, how you doing? 
And the fan was in shock. Like, yo, did Kobe just say hi to him while I was trying to heckle him? <laughs> and he was actually telling the story on the radio. And it was like, you like, people take that I'm going to go out there and I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> and so, and it's like, no, yes. that's me on the court. Yeah. You know, that's me on the court. Like, when I'm on the court, I'm trying to break you. I'm trying to tear you to, uh, tear you to pieces. All right. But um, outside of that, like, no, like, I want to see everybody doing well. Yeah. And the third thing that I learned, I, I, I learned from Kobe, and that's for everybody out there that have some level of success. Mm. Yo, pass it on. Pass it on to the next generation. I know I have a background in music, and that's something that's big in music, where in music, if you play a certain way, if you have a certain level of success, you're supposed to kind of like keep it for you because that's your secret sauce. <laughs> and clearly that dude I mean Kobe was I remember watching Kawhi um, going off and I'm like yo that's Kobe mm-hmm. Kobe was really training a lot of those dudes in the NBA right. and he also would call I know this famous clip of D-Wade just recently talking about how Kobe would call him and like yo this is how they guarding me and I know you're good at that what yeah. do I do right and so the man so was, he was humble also a little humble humble enough to, uh, to learn from to learn everybody from other people. And yeah, also, you know, share yeah. openly, you know, whatever um, he had to make sure that, you know, one way or another, he was just… You're never too big to learn. Yeah, like, basically. and Cobb was just like obsessed nice. about motivating people and yeah. seeing people um, really maximize the potential. And that's why I think that it was a great way of, you know, launching um, mm-hmm. uh, a point of view podcast because that's kind of like what we're here to what do is here to, to do. like really yep. empowering you guys and seeing how you guys can maximize your potential, maximize, maximize. what's inside of you, maximize what's around you to really um, be the best, best version, version of yourself. And, least, to, as and to conclude, I, I, I wanted to start with a quote of the week. But this is going to be the quote of the week and it's going to be one from your Kobe. And it reads, the most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. I think that's going to resonate with all of us. Now it's time for your challenge of the week. That's right. And do you have a challenge of the day? A challenge of the week? Because with this podcast, we want to make it that we're not just talking about things, but we want to challenge you to go out there and actually be your best self. And with that being said, we're going to always have a challenge of the week for you to do. And we would encourage you to actually tell us how they went, whatever it is that we challenge you to do. Um, you can share it with us and we might also share it on the podcast to kind of motivate. Um, we could motivate each other. Do you have a challenge of the week maybe that you want to share? Mm-hmm. My challenge of the week would be Mamba Mentality. Um, I want you guys to approach even just whatever you're doing right now, approach it with the Mumbai mentality, which is to stay focused, stay committed, and go hard. Don't cheat the process. Yeah. Don't leave in out, don't leave out any details. Just pick any any area of your life that you want to work on for this year. Approach it with that absolute uh, uh, fearless attitude. And that absolute high intensity. Try that, then you'll see the result. Because I, that's something that again connected me with Kobe, and that's something that I apply um, in my daily life. So that 
that is something that I want you guys to try and do and see, you know, what the result are because I think you're going to like it. Again, rest in peace, Kobe. I'm by mentality. I'm by forever. All right. Thank That's you so much. Do. Thank you so much, D. Um, um, with that, we're going to conclude our first episode of the Point of View. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we also want you to know that we are going to be on every platform. So please make sure to go follow us on on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, like our page, um, The Point of View. Also, you can visit us at the point of view, pointofviewpodcast.com. And that will conclude our very first episode dedicated to Kobe. We also want to also send out our prayers to the other families suffering as well. Thanks for listening to The Point of View with Obel and GV. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. Be sure to reach out at us at thepointofview at gmail.com for any questions. You can also leave us feedback and comments as a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform.